All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right. Uh, Vegas won, just like uh, I predicted at the start of the season. Remember? Or yeah. No, no. Start, start of the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Well, they won in five games. Yeah. And was- Kelly McCrimmon, you wouldn't even know who he is. He's a general manager. He picked up Aiden Hill uh, for goalie insurance. That's what they call it. Fourth pick. Fourth pick. He must know talent. Well, so it's funny, Dad. They had Jonathan Quick, two-time Stanley Cup yeah. champ, and uh, and Cassie decided to go with Hill. So let me ask you: Can you, by let's say watching practice, can you tell if a like what goalie's hot or is practice just practice? Well, no practice. You wouldn't do that with Cheevers because you'd never play him. But <laughs> uh, no, I I could tell. You get a get feel. You get a feel for. Bruce Cassidy gets all the credit, which he should get all the credit because he's the guy that's going to get fired if they don't win. How would you think, I said it before, Bruce Cassidy, he leaves Boston and not a very good taste in it. Nobody leaves Boston and a good taster about. Then he gets hired by Vegas. That's true, Tim. Just think about Boston. Nobody leaves. None uh, of the coaches leave with a good. No, and they all. And what's the common denominator there? I don't know, no, but but I just thought about it. That's with every club. Yeah. Coaches never leave. leave. But you know, you so you think you look at Cassidy, right? He leaves Boston, and then he's like, would he look at Boston and see that they're breaking records? Would he feel a little funny, or does he just not even think about no, it? No, he'd, he'd feel it. He'd, he'd feel think, why? Did, why did I leave this club? <laughs> yeah. And then he ends up winning the Stanley Cup and Boston's out first round. Yeah, well, I could tell Boston was... Boston just happened to come in, go into that little slump. It's hard to describe, and you can't get out of it. It takes a while to get out of it. They just happened, just as they were going into the play. Remember I told you, Tim? Yeah, you were saying... But the thing is, Dad, like, I'm not knocking Florida. I mean, you know, they went to the finals, and but... The Bruins just the they you know the hockey gods weren't with them. I no. mean they had that one hand pass that hit the guy's pinky and they called that was a big big goal. That was a big goal. And then Marchant had the series winner on his stick. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and Baboski, breakaway. Yeah, Baboski and he usually big... scores those. Yeah. Look at Vegas. How many Canadians were on there? Oh, I I, I don't want to get I I think I think I get taking people off. Well, I think it's, it says something, though. You know what I mean? They were a big, nasty, mean. Both they, teams were big, nasty, and mean. And they said, you want to play it this way? We'll play it this way. Yeah. And, and they got Taychuk. What was what, what did what? what did I say? I said, the difference between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Taychuk grabs Marner and punches him in the mouth. Yeah. And Bennett grabs. Remember the, the kid, too? Remember the, the rookie kid smashed his head on the ice. And, and then he cross-chucked Benning in the back of the head. <laughs> or trick his head off. And nothing. And then they hit Eichel. And then he runs and hits Eichel. And then the next game, they break his sternum in Vegas. <laughs> that's, well, that's the difference. Anyhow, I got heck. I got heck from, uh, from a guy from Saskatchewan. And uh, 
And he, he, you're always talking about it sounds like it's from Ontario, which, which I never meant. Right. So it was a, uh, I think it was a Twitter. It's Sask, fan, Sask Rider fan. And he says, how about some credit for the players on Vegas roster from Western Canada? You yeah. seem to praise all the players from Toronto area, but the Golden Knights purposely built their team from the West. And well, Canadians, exclamation. So I'll go, I'll, I'll, three from Quebec. Four from Ontario, one from Alberta, two from Saskatchewan, three from Manitoba, and two from BC. Yeah. So the guy was right. So Kelly McCrimmon, I, I, he's the he's the GM of Vegas, and he owned and ran the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings. So he likes the Canadian guys and the Western guys. Well, he likes the Western guys. But let's not get into this again. <laughs> I don't want to get in, I don't want to get into a an, an argument with that guy. Getting back to uh, uh, Vegas again, that uh, Bruce Cassidy did something that I used to do. I used to, if, if I knew a guy was from Toronto, I'd, I'd play him on Hockey Night in Canada. I'd start, Bruce Cassidy started five guys that were there originally, original six. And um, that was pretty good of him. Right. And then uh, they interviewed George McPhee after, who's, <laughs> and he wasn't happy. <laughs> and he didn't know about it. No, and th- that tells you something right there. Cassidy runs his own ship, and if he's going to go down, he's going to go down his own way. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if that one of the reasons he left Boston. Could be. They do, but... I yeah. can remember uh, you, uh, me asking you when Coach's Corner when uh, Jason Spezza first came to Toronto, and, uh, I, and Babcock didn't start him for the first in didn't his even first, dress him. Didn't, didn't dress didn't dress, him. well it was worse yeah okay i wasn't going to say that didn't even dress him first game back and i thought are you going to address that on coach's corner and i think you did say something but don't you think that's a reflection of him and the other players seeing that's how he treats people uh, and players babcock runs his own ship and 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 the guy that that hires him We'll find out. So, yeah, so he's with Columbus now, Babcock. Ran out of his, was how much was Babcock making for the Leafs? Four million. Four million. So let me ask you something, Dad. We're kind of getting off topic here. Babcock was signed for, uh, eight, well, how many was? Eight years, $50 million yeah. contract. That was his contract. Unbelievable. Eight. Eight years, $50 million. And he was going to go to Buffalo. As a coach. His first year, he didn't want Marner. He wanted Hannafin or another defenseman in the draft. He said, I don't want Marner. And this is what supposedly happened. And they drafted Marner. Lou Lamorell drafted Marner anyway. Now, I asked you this once before. You know, if you're giving him $80 million, $50 million over eight years, don't you think the GM needs to get the players he wants? Yeah, but I, I can't argue with that one because Marner turned out better than than the, the four, three or four guys he wanted. Yeah, but they've they never they've been out of the first. No, round. they haven't done anything. That's true. Maybe he's right. But but I'm saying to you, if you're a GM and you hire a guy for that much money, don't you feel obligated to get him the players that he wants? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because Harry did with you, Harry Sinnon, your GM. You wanted Stan Jonathan, and you got he drafted Stan. But the one guy Harry you wanted that Harry didn't get was Rod Langway. <laughs> you want to, you want to tell that story? I think we told it once before, but I think it's for the Boston fans. I think it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they, they get a big kick out of this. We had three goalies. Ron Graham, who was really good in the WHA. 
We had Jilly Gilbert, who set a record, 17 straight wins. And we had Jerry Cheevers, all-star. So we had three goalies. We had th- we had three goalies. Three top goalies. Three top goalies. Like these... And and all the re- everybody around Boston wanted Ron Langway, and we because he was from there, right? Well, he, he even talked like about chocks and he used to yeah, talk. he played he played coffee, he played college around there. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. knew him. He all talk, he even talked like guys in Boston, and we got we got another goalie, and I Davy Davy Perrell. I'm not knocking Davy Perrell, but he was a little guy, and why we would ever go after number one. Was uh, with the goaltenders beyond me when Rod Langway, boy, he would imagine. I would have had Park, Bork, and Langway. Then that's what, how about that? We'd have probably gone. Yeah, because you traded Rodney Graham to LA for their first round pick, and they ended up last, and he, and And guess who? They got Ray Bork. And you got Ray Bork for him. Anyhow, I like that the way Bruce Cassidy started those five guys, he ran his own ship. Did you were going to ask you? We, we sat in the veranda. We have a, and um, you were going to ask why, uh, like the way they play in the playoffs, why they don't play that in the regular season. Well, like I've always said that. I always asked you why don't they play, you know, playoff hockey through the whole season. And I always say, does that mean through the whole season that they're just going through the motions? No, you, there's too many injuries. But now I I get it. I can see why. You know, the players can't play like that all the time after watching Florida and Vegas. I can see why they can't do that. (laughs) However, in my defense, Dad, I will say that most of the time I see the Leafs in the playoffs. So... I don't know. Does there do they change that much? They don't change. There maybe maybe five percent. So I I uh, you know I think they go backwards. O'Reilly, O'Reilly. Yeah, you have to admit this year, Ryan O'Reilly. If there's one Leaf that picked up his play, yeah, was Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, how many fights did did he get? He got into a bunch of fights. Yeah, he had two fights and and and, and uh, all that. But Marner, hate to say Marner, Matthews got cut. He got cut bad. Yeah, they go they go backwards. But, uh, well, I don't know. I, how about the injuries, though, eh? There's no doubt it's the hardest trophy to win. There's no doubt about that. Sydney and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo GRAPES, you get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. They'll match your deposit up to 500 bucks, And you, your first sports bet, they'll spot you $25. And already... I think the Leafs are number one or number two to win the Stanley Cup next year. <laughs> who, who picks that? Who, 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 who? Oh, Vegas, like the Vegas guys, right? Uh-huh. Like they, there's all lines. Like basically, the lines are all the same that come out of Vegas. So I think Colorado, Vegas, and Edmonton are the top three teams to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I'd like to talk about a guy named Mike Andelar. Mike Andelar uh, spent seven hundred fifty million dollars. Nine hundred and fifty million. Oh, nine hundred. Nine hundred fifty million. So that's close to a billion. Close to a billion dollars for the Ottawa Senators. Well, he, he's a he's a goaltender. He's uh, a beer league goalie. Beer league goaltender. Nothing wrong with that guy. No. So he, I don't know whether that's good or that's bad. He can be telling the guys what to do. Well, he's won everywhere he's gone, though, Dad. Yeah. So he's a winner everywhere he go, Dad. He won the Calder Cup in Hamilton with the Hamilton Bulldogs of the AHL. Yeah. And then he won two OHL championships with the Hamilton Bulldogs. He owned the uh, of the uh, OHL. Well, he's been a winner everywhere he's been, and I'll, I, I'm going to tell you right now, 
I predicted if they don't draw in Ottawa, they'll be in Hamilton within five years because they're spending something like a quarter of a million, quarter of a million dollars uh, fixing up all the dressing rooms and fixing up the, the boxes and fixing up and everything like that. Now, you know that they're not, they're not going to put an American League team in there if they do that. And, uh, yeah, they're certainly not spending a quarter of a billion dollars for a junior team. And, not- and, you know, you look at Hamilton, they've had a good record when they put hockey in there. They, the Bulldogs, the junior A team, drew well. Yeah. And you look, remember the Canada Cup that was there? They, they were, were packed. They were lined up, uh, lined up on the, high, and the major highway. Yeah, to, to, to get, get, get there. To it. So, Dad, do you think that uh, them, a prof- NHL team being in Hamilton, will ever affect the Leafs in the sense that Maybe they wouldn't sell out the... Uh... And I don't think it'll affect the Leafs. No, they won't. How about, how about Buffalo? Well, how about Buffalo? Cause might they, affect Buffalo. Now, the, I would think it would affect mm, Buffalo. I never a thought lot of that. Of, there's a, I would think it would affect Buffalo because there's a lot of Canadians up here that can't get tickets to see the Leafs, and then yeah. they have a fun time in Buffalo. I know a lot of friends do that. So uh, I'm surprised that Buffalo would even allow a team. Like, isn't I, there's rules or something? We, there's, there is a, there but is. I don't. Th- I think that there's like a, an area, but I just think Buffalo's just outside. Just outside. Hamilton's just outside that. Just well, outside. They're lucky because uh, if I was the owners in Buffalo, I'd be a little worried. Well, I'd be a little worried too. And uh, but Buffalo, they 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 get extra money all the time. Uh, Oh yeah, that's that thing. Oh, we all know that discussion that Ron had with uh, with yeah. uh, Mr. Bettman, right? Yeah, yeah. We won't go into that. But they they if they don't if they don't draw in Ottawa and and especially if they get that new arena downtown and they yeah, don't draw. Gets, yeah, if they if they get jerked around with that. And the other thing too we should mention is I think that because Michael and Lauer had that junior team in there, that he has first rights to put an NHL team in that arena. Ah. So that's that's why I think that's another dot that needs to be connected. So I'll, I'll, I, I can be way ahead of, uh, and I I really believe that if they don't draw in Ottawa, he'll move them to... Uh, well, and again, why not? I mean, well, there'll f- be a lot of whining in Ottawa if they leave. Well, that's leave. what I said about uh, Mr. Mellick. I remember he was having a, an interview down by the boards and they asked him, they said, well, what if they don't draw in Ottawa? He said, well, if the people don't want to come, We'll have to move it. If they ever moved it to Quebec, that was that is the greatest rivalry of all time. I know I've said that nine thousand times. You were the only one, Dad, that came on TV and and stood and stood up for Mr. Melnick and saying, "Hey, you know what? If they don't want to come out, why should he keep pouring money in it?" And you were the only one. Yeah, I don't get why he was so painted as the bad guy in yeah, there. Like well, he, he was. was. He spent money. The crowds weren't coming out because like, you can say one thing with toronto they they could be last place they'd still be selling out yeah and well, and and for some reason the ottawa fans just hated him yeah. and he was the guy that he's the guy that kept him there and he ain't not his fault that and tough boy, getting out of there you'll be listening to them whining though about them losing an nhl team if it if it goes to hamilton boy they'll come out in droves whining and they and will go to hamilton within five years well, from Calgary comes the news that Jerome McGinley is going to be assistant general manager, and I, and you couldn't get a nicer guy than him. He is one of the nicest guys that ever ever uh, played sports. He looks in good shape. If they're in trouble, looked, they could suit him up. Geez, he look, does he ever look in good shape? <laughs> no, the thing I of all the things with Jerome McGinley, I think I remember all the great goals he scored. Everything. Remember in the finals against Tampa, him and uh, LeCavier dropped the gloves oh, yeah. and had a big fight at center right. It's like the two captains said, all right, enough's enough. 
And boy, that was a dandy fight too. Yeah, and you got to give credit to Lecavier because he's not a fighter. Jerome, he, he can yeah, he can fight. like Jerome can fight. So he'd be good. You know, I could eventually see him becoming a GM. I he will be a GM of someday because he is. Uh, well, you don't have to be a nice guy to be a general to be a general manager, but he is. He is a, a terrific guy. So, Dad, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a question from Facebook. Beryl Branson says he wants to know some stories about Eddie Spider Mazer. Well, I'm the only thing I know is that uh, you told me and you wrote it down that uh, the, he scored four goals in the playoffs and and never and, and before he even played a regular season. Yeah, he played he was in the minors. Montreal called him up for the playoffs. He gets two goals, and then next year they send him back down to the minors. And then the playoffs, they call him back up. He scores two more goals. I remember those. And then, uh, and then they send him back down. So he was a big guy. He was from Winnipeg, 6'2", 190 pounds. Oh, he was. He, he was I, the only thing I, story I can tell about him is the time we played him in Providence. And I remember I hit him. I hit him pretty good. And I don't know why I did that. I usually don't do this stuff. I started to laugh at him because I hit him pretty good. And we're both on our hands and knees. And he just took a stick and he just carved me right across right across the... Cross checked you right in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Right across, and boy, blood was just everywhere. But it bleeds pretty good around there. <laughs> I, I got up and, I, and I'm really going to give it to him. I'm really going, you know, like I couldn't believe it. And like the blood's everywhere. And I brought my stick back and I'm going to hit him right over the head. I, I hate to say this, folks. The kid's... Kids, don't, don't ever do this. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to hit him right over the head, and all of a sudden, somebody hit me from behind, and we crashed in. I, I, I see Connor Brown after. He's all caught up. He's all top. He, of he's the, your teammate. His teammate, yeah. He's his. I think he's his top of his head is all cut up. And they're and, stitching him up too. And well, yeah, but we're we're waiting in line to get stitched up. Honestly, this is the truth. We're waiting in line to get stitched up. I said, Connor, I don't remember you getting in, in, involved in this thing. He said, when you brought your stick back, you hit me on the head. Oh, I did that once before with with uh, Frank Rogamine. I remember his name. Anyhow, we got stitched up. And was and I don't know why Joe Crozier was mad. He was really mad. I don't know why he was mad. He was mad at you? No, he wasn't mad at me. He was mad at the Providence. I, I don't know why. It was just one Did of the. Did you get kicked th- out of the game? No, he just. Would you guys just get f- two, five minutes for fighting? Oh, well, we got five minutes for something. Like we, we didn't. We never. But boy, I'll tell you, there, there was a lot of blood flying out. And the only thing I can tell you about, uh, about Spider Mazer is the time I had him, that he cut me pretty good. You know, Dad, I can remember you got a lot of stitches around your lip, above your lip and all that. I remember my mom said you looked like you had a mustache. Yeah, because it was all dark and everything. <laughs> yeah, was... So <laughs> I remember mom and I used to take out your stitches. Oh, First of all, let me just tell you about your mother. <laughs> I remember the very first time I said, you know, you take out the stitches, I have to go down to the hospital. Yeah. And I said, why don't you just take them out? Oh, I can't do that. I can't. Do... And I said, no, you just take the... Just take the cuticle centers and well, and it was the tweezers. It was tweezers. Tweezers, and yeah. And well, the cuticles. Well, you for, have to cut. The thing have to cut yeah. Them. Well, what? And then, how then, we... then the tweezers pull them out. No. So you pull them out. 
Well, what happened was every time you said those stitches, mom would say, I think those stitches have to come out. This is what you, and, oh no, I think they, no, I think those, and I would just be delighted when mom would say, Cindy, go get the tweezers. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so she grabbed the stitches, she grabbed the stitches with the tweezers and pull them up and then clip them with the cuticle scissors. Oh, yeah? And I used to just, I was fascinated for some reason as a little girl. And I remember she would pinch you with the cuticle scissors so you'd flinch. And, and you'd flinch. And you'd go, oh, 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 big, big, tough hockey player. Cindy, look, look at your dad. Big, tough hockey player. Look, look at him flinching. Yeah. You know? yeah, I big. mean, it was one of those childhood memories. So when you got stitches in the face, I was, oh, I could hardly wait till mom, mom and, and I, I could And I did take get a lot up. of stitches. Oh, so you, you you said that uh, a guy told you on your in your rookie year that make sure that you get Andy sti- Brannigan to take the stitches out early, right? Yeah, don't don't leave them in long because you have big big holes in the side and and everything like that. He says don't leave them in long, and just enough to, to heal. It was Andy Brannigan from Winnipeg. Well, I, I I can remember Mom saying those stitches have to come out, and you were always reluctant. I think you knew because you knew it was coming with yeah. Mom. So you used to, afterwards too. You used to you said like because you got four hundred stitches in your face. That's what you counted, right? About uh, two to two to around there. Yeah, but and you don't. There's only a couple of stitches you can see, or yeah. a couple of scars. I used to put cocoa butter on from Andy Brannigan. And he told me to put it on, and and um, in my very first year, and and I did. Because I can remember you had a, it was cocoa butter, and it was in a really big fat stick, and yeah. you would just sit with on watch TV, and you just put that stick of cocoa butter around your stitches. But I remember one thing. I did see all your stitches at one time that you had in the face. I remember you were put, you were, we were in Rochester and you were watering the rink in the back and boy, was it cold back there. And so I came up behind you and you looked and, and I, I almost got scared because your face was totally red with the cold, but yet every place that you had a stitch on your face was showing up as white. And because the blood wouldn't get to all your stitches, mm-hmm. and you looked like you looked like you looked like Jerry Cheever's, you know, his infamous mask with yeah. all the stitches. I couldn't believe it. Like I, I was oh, like I was going to scare you, you know, because I was coming up behind yeah. you. And uh, I looked at your face, and to see all those stitches for forty five hundred dollars a year. Oh, they were just hundreds and hundreds of them all over your face. And I did it for forty five hundred a year. <laughs> 